0: This is the Doctor, President-elect of the High Council of Time Lords.
1: I am definitely a madman with a
2: box. Anyone for jelly, baby? I'm the Doctor. I'm 904 years old. I'm from the planet Gallifrey and the constellation of Castambros.
3: Hey, who fans, and welcome to the Big Blue Box Podcast. This is Gary. My name's Adam. And this is episode 36. Another one of those pesky weeks. Is where it? We didn't know what episode we were on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say we we're on the ball this week. We actually checked before we started. <laughs> yeah, it's the commentary. Just to
3: be sure. Yeah, the commentary threw us, didn't
1: it? It did, yeah.
3: Yeah. Hope you guys liked that, by the way. We had some good feedback on that. We enjoyed doing that one. Yeah,
1: we did, yeah rose what a cool episode it's funny isn't it i think a lot of people um that episode's gone up in a lot of people's opinions it certainly went up in mine i mean i, I always remember thinking it was good but having re-watched it i've got a sort of nice sentimental feeling about it i actually
3: really enjoyed it mm. my my thoughts are the same on that a unanimous eight out of ten yeah for us on that one that's right so, yeah it's a good one so that was a commentary so episode 36 what have we got this week we've got some news for you as normal Uh, Then we've got a request for you guys for something that's coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. And then we're going to bang straight into our review of The Mark of the Rani, Mm. which is going to be cool. A Colin story at Uh, last. Colin at last, yeah. We've only done one, haven't we? So far. Was that the side...
1: Attack of the Sidemen, that's before I joined, yeah, because I was thinking this. This is our first Colin one together. I think you did Ah. Attack before I joined, am I right?
3: I'm very sorry, yes, it was. Yeah, we haven't done a Colin Baker together yeah so, can you remember what you rated uh, attack no because I wasn't um I didn't log my scores down when I was doing it but you know before you came on board and brought some organisation to the podcast I wasn't uh, <laughs> I wasn't logging my scores down but I yeah. can't remember I think I voted I think I rated it fairly okay yeah it I seem to yeah. remember
1: you gave it a, a, a fairly decent decent score because um I do remember listening to it when it went out because uh, attack is a funny one for me um I have to be in the right mood for it, and I find
3: some of it quite grim, Mm. but I
1: do kind of like it. But yeah, I have to be in the mood for attack. Like a lot of Colin stuff.
3: Yeah, I think a seven seven rings a bell for me for that Mm. one. I think it was... Yeah. So, the mark of the Rani coming up later. Yes. What have you been up to, buddy? Are you okay? All good? Yes, all good. Yeah, I've just
1: had a, a... a uh, crumpled up parcel arrived from the BBC. Oh, uh, BBC shop. Um, I took advantage of their. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I took advantage of their fifteen percent off, and I bought. Um, I'd got my eye on this coin, this gold coin, and it's okay. um, it's got a really nice little Doctor Who sort of emblem on it, and it says, "Am I a good man?" And one side of the coin has got yes, and the other side's got no. Oh, cool! And then uh, it comes in a nice little box, and. It was twelve ninety nine, then they reduced it to nine ninety nine, uh, and and obviously they had a fifteen percent off. So I thought I'm going to get that because it's caught my eye. Uh, yeah, so it's <laughs> arrived all crumpled up today, and I have to say, um, despite the way it's been sent, it does look brilliant. And I'm it's really heavy. I wasn't sure like what the quality would be like, whatever, but it actually feels like a proper. I don't know what it's made of, but it's a proper heavy gold coin, uh, and it's okay. really cool. Yeah, it's really good. So more good. money, but not, not too bad. I've not been too bad on the spending, you'll be pleased to hear, lately. <laughs> that was just a little treat because um, I was drawn in by their their offer, their discount. Yeah.
3: Oh, very cool. Yeah. Have you bought anything lately? I have. Oh, what have you got? Audio. Oh, yeah. I know you've got some DVDs. I've got some DVDs, yeah. Mm. Um, i also got some audio stuffs. Ah. Yeah. Um, big yeah. finish? Uh, big finish, yeah. So I went through... Um, Uh, I went through and had a look at um, some some older Big Finish stuff that I can can get my teeth into. Mm. Um, And I came across a few sites that were recommending stuff and all that stuff. And I thought, "Mm, let me just go and see what's there. So I got just two. Um, I got the one doctor, uh, which is uh, Colin. Yeah. And um, Christopher Biggins, isn't it? Um, mm, Could be. I think it is. If I'm thinking Uh, of the right one yes it is yeah that's a good one that is yeah Bonnie Langford yeah <laughs> and Christopher Biggins Christopher yeah, Beans, I remember, yeah.
1: remember really enjoying that it's a long time
3: since I listened to it but I do believe that's a good fun one okay yeah it looked like a good story So, I, and I'm mm. really into like the Colin Baker stuff on, on audio at the moment as oh, well oh he's
1: good on audio I have to say yeah. he's very good yeah
3: and I picked up a story called Davros oh yes that is good which is another Colin one
1: yeah that's a a good story again i haven't listened to it for a while but that really does stick in my mind because they did um they did a few they did davros uh what was the other one the master Uh, and omega i think like they did sort of one after the other i don't think they interlinked i can't remember now but
3: davros is a really yes a really good one yeah Yeah. is it terry Malloy? must be it is yep yeah brilliant yeah so looking forward to those two and also um uh one of our um uh followers on I watched one of his YouTube videos the other day, and he recommended um, this story. Well, he did not recommend a story, but he, he found it on Amazon really cheap. It's the, um, is that TJ Productions? Oh, TJ, yeah. 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 Um, thank you very much, TJ, because you rec- you found this on Amazon at a killer price. It's the Fourth Doctor, Romance of Crime, The English Way of Death, um, Special Edition, Big Finish, um, audiobook, and it's going for £26 on Amazon oh right yeah and if you go to big finish i think it's 35 or 40 pounds yeah that's right yeah yeah so i bagged that for 26 quid off amazon that's the one
1: with um um,
3: romana on the front is it It is it that one yeah that's Mm -hmm. nice yeah Yeah. So it comes in this like larger kind of nice fold out thing and uh yeah very cool so some big finish stuff you just need to find time to listen to it now. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, It's really cool for Big Finish, though, because when you get the, um, as you guys know, when you get the CD, you get a free MP3 as well. So you can just slam that on the old computer at work. Yeah. Listen away, yeah, it's I, good.
1: I quite like that as well. It took me a while to get... Get my head around the whole download thing, even though it's really simple. But yes, I do. I'm, I'm the same. Actually, I always buy the physical product, but I like the fact you get the download, so you can sort of walk around the house listening to it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's good. And then, as you say, just a few DVDs: um, Marco the Riney for obviously this week's review, mm-hmm. uh, The Time Meddler, and Black Orchid. All right. Okay. Good yeah. stuff. More classics to the list.
1: Yeah, and we'll the be there. Sort of be for our up and coming reviews, won't they? So
3: that's good. Yeah. So mm. stocking up on classic and audio, really. Yeah. So there's not much out in the way of New Who. No, it feels a bit quiet at the moment, doesn't it? It feels a little bit, yeah. you know,
1: a little bit quiet on the old Series 9 front. It
3: does a little bit. There's um, mm. Yeah, because normally we would have seen, I think there has been a couple of set photos because they've been on location somewhere. And uh, we did see a couple of things, but not as much as we normally do, which I think was the same last uh, last series.
1: Did you see the one of um Capaldi uh with his slightly slight variation on his costume? Have you seen this one? Yes. Yeah, with the yeah. trousers. what do you mm. reckon? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah I like it. It's quite subtle. Yeah, mm. they haven't sort of uh <laughs> they haven't mixed it up too much. But yeah, no, I think it's good. It's good to have a bit of variation.
3: You sure? Mm. Like, Why well, you mm, you're, you're not like, too sure? No, no, because you you were like mm.
1: No, no, I like it. No, no, okay, I, think, cool. I think it's good. I was going to say, uh, I wonder if we'll re- see the return of the sparkly jumper is what I was going to say. <laughs>
3: sparkly jumper. I mean, yeah. Do you know, if I've, this is kind of weird, and I've, 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 this is nothing, obviously, to pay too much attention to, but that jumper, is it? are they holes in the jumper or are they things attached to the jumper? I think they're things attached to
1: it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I think they are. Um, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe so, because I thought they were holes. <laughs> Uh, they looked like holes, but now I believe they're little sparkly things. So oh, it'll I... probably be in the Doctor Who exhibition before long because they're they're adding bits from Series Eight to it. So you'll probably be able to see the real thing before too long. We can oh, check. Right. Okay,
3: because I <laughs> yeah cause I just thought he had a white t shirt on or something underneath and they were holes, but okay, no, that's what cool. I thought. I thought that as well, but holy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stuff we talk about. The I holes know. in Peter Capaldi's jumper. <laughs> Better than the plot holes in Stephen Moffat's stories. Ooh. Oh, oh God. I, I need a sound clip something there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I need like an audience kind of ooh. Oh, or, like or a, a Jerry Springer, and a Or, you know, Jeremy Kyle kind of <laughs>
1: ooh. Actually, they might have cheered. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, we won't <laughs>
3: cast aspersions upon Mr. Moffat's um, uh, ability or non-ability to uh, include very decent plot twists and timey-wimey stuff within his writing
1: no, that's right i shall reserve ju- judgment till after series nine yeah yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. some of his stuff is crap though let's be honest
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you said it but. yeah before we get into trouble shall we land and do the news yeah let's land it good pretty good yeah very nice solid landing these days yes you've, you've mastered it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, first bit of news um back to the doctor who experience i love mentioning this on the on the show because it's such a great mm. place and the they've opened up the walking tours which yeah are always really popular
1: Yes, uh, something that definitely appeals to me because because I love my locations. I didn't realise they'd they'd stopped it. Actually, I guess is this um, a seasonal thing because of the weather and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I would assume, but yeah. yeah,
3: so so they're back on, are they? They are back on. Yes, you can um, you can jump onto the seventy five minute tour apparently, and uh, you can look at as uh, as many as forty different filming locations around Cardiff wow. Bay and the adjacent areas. That's heaven to me. <laughs> That's very cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, lo- I love, I love
1: going and visiting the locations from from Doctor Who, um, all over the place. In fact, uh, <laughs> uh, previously I have actually subtly suggested when we've been when I've been talking to my partner about where should we go on holiday. I've sort of said, oh, um, "Seville looks nice." In, in the back of my head, thinking two doctors, and then you know dragged him all around Seville trying to find you know the water fountain and stuff. So I, they're always in the back of my mind. I love visiting the the location so I'd I'd really enjoy this actually yeah 75 minutes eh
3: 75 minutes yeah 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 it's good yeah, 40 locations all around that area because the experience is uh, at the Cardiff Bay so it's very cool and it's going to run over Easter weekend Friday to Monday uh, so for well yeah today the third of, of April to Monday and then it runs again Thursday the 9th Friday the 10th Saturday the 11th and then they will continue every Friday and Saturday and Sunday from April to June, apparently right, very cool, so that's fair, yeah, it's cool. did you, you didn't do it when when you went recently, you didn't do the t- oh, or wasn't it running? Well, it's interesting because the the first time that I went there, they had cancelled them all at the last minute. I don't know if you remember that story oh yeah, I do, yeah, yep, so that wasn't cool, um, and then the second time I went, which I think was New Year's Day this year, um, they just weren't running them, so I haven't had a chance to do them yet. But, uh, um, we'll do it at some point
1: yeah definitely yeah and i did see somewhere that they've added a load of a load of new stuff in there i think so yeah which is what i like because it's it's good that you can sort of you know it makes it more interesting if you've already been once to think you could go again and there'd be new stuff to see and, and stuff to do so yeah it's
3: really cool yeah i think there'd be two pieces there that you would love mate um All they've right. got the costume for the mummy Oh yeah, I'd like to see yeah. that. Yeah, and they've got the full-size um, model costume, whatever you want to call it, of the Scovox Blitzer.
1: Oh really? Oh, yeah. I, I would. I'd like to get a selfie with the Scovox Blitzer. A selfie,
3: that a... <laughs> would be good. <laughs> yeah, I just want a selfie with a Blitzer.
1: <laughs> does it look good in Don't... real life? Because um... you know, on screen we did sort of see it's quite dimly lit, and he you know did shoot across the screen quite quickly and stuff. But does it actually look quite good up close? I don't know, because it wasn't
3: there when I was there oh, last. So. Oh, this is a new one. Oh, yeah, right. these are things that they've added there for Easter. Oh, I'm um, with you. So like some extra costumes and stuff like that. But uh, I imagine oh, it looks pretty cool.
1: I'm sure. And I would imagine my old mate K9 is there somewhere, is he? He's still he is
3: Still there. <laughs> <find
1: out. laughs> I only did that to get Gary to do the voicelessness. Yeah, yeah I, I thought he'd be there because he was there when I when I went to the very early version of it in, in the Olympia in London. Um, before they moved it down to the massive it looks huge i don't know if it's as big in real life but the the warehouse whatever it is mm-hmm. that i always see the
3: picture of looks massive so yeah yeah it's pretty big um yeah yeah i've got some i'll have to sort them out because i've still got a load of photos that i took the last time i went and um i've not done anything with them yet so I, i'll stick a load on there and put them on the facebook page and uh, i've got a couple of pictures of nine.
1: oh cool yeah yeah get them on the old uh, instagram oh there's
3: too many to put on there dude
1: you could select some. Oh, yeah, I could do a few. Put K9 on there. Put K9 on there. That'd be good. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that.
3: And one of you with your Doctor Who slippers that you
1: bought at the uh, convention. That would be good. (laughs) 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 Have you been wearing them? I've got them on as we speak. Yeah, I don't believe
3: you. Uh, Right. Hold on. Just get my phone. Yeah. I
1: want to see see evidence of this. Mind you, I've got my slippers on, actually. Uh, My spotty ones. I haven't got nice Doctor Who ones like you, uh, but I have got some slippers on. One second he said i can hear a tapping of screens something's coming over
3: right as we speak these will be uploaded to instagram
1: oh really yep <laughs> straight on true that's the the wonders of modern technology right there isn't it
3: that's the thing right there yeah so, um, i'm
1: checking i'm looking now
3: i actually got a bit of slipper envy you know after talking <laughs> about these slippers really yeah few people have said oh man when'd you get the slippers
1: well I I'm yeah I I I've got a bit of slipper envy. I I I would have liked them as well. I think if I wasn't um if I hadn't have purchased that smartphone K9 I may have gone for the slippers instead. It was a very tough choice
3: between the two. Ah, oh, actually have you used that yet, the Bluetooth no, he's K9 still in,
1: still in his box.
3: Oh how is he still in the box?
1: <laughs> oh, Cuz I just I don't know. I just haven't had time. I, I don't know. He's still in the box. I'm kind of I'm a bit of a technophobe. I I'm sort of um I don't really know what to do with him. I just like the look of him. Oh, uh, I'm so sure right. It's probably really easy. I don't know. It's just every time I look at it, I think, oh, I, haven't got, I haven't got time to, to find out how he works. <laughs> I assume <laughs> you have to download an app or something. I really don't know. But, yeah, he looks good, though.
3: He does look very cool. He does look cool, yeah. Um, yeah, because I would have thought you would have had that straight out of the box, annoying everybody with it, controlling it with your phone. No, I really must do
1: that. I don't know. It is literally because I'm a technophobe and I just don't know how to work it. Um, but it's probably very simple. And I'll, I'll probably get him out over the bank holiday because I've got a couple of days off over bank holiday weekend. So perfect for a smartphone canine trial. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a, yeah. a canine trial.
1: Yeah. I like uh, when the cat's having her food, I like to just... Because I've got the other canine, the remote control, and that, that is out. That's, you know, I do like to sort of um, wheel him up to the cat when she's having her food. And she just ignores it. It never gets the reaction I want. You know, I, w- I want her to hiss at it or swipe it, but she never does. Just <laughs> not bothered in the slightest.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: But yeah. So maybe I'll get a better reaction from the smartphone I? We'll
3: see. Talking of smartphones, mm-hmm. picture is now on Instagram. Right. So if anybody is, is watching, uh, sorry, is listening to this, I want to jump on Instagram to follow us. So you can see any of these random, strange pictures of while we're recording. <laughs> uh, just go onto Instagram and do a search for Big Blue Box Podcast, or one word. Um, yeah. And if you see it pop up now, before you listen to this, uh, actually, that doesn't work. That's, wow, oh, this is getting too timey-wimey.
1: I was just going to say, we've gone, yep. wow, timey-wimey. Yeah. But they, I'm looking at them right now, and, and they are a mighty fine pair of slippers. <laughs> there you go there you go right <laughs> moving on from your uh, your footwear uh, in other news this is a great bit of news um uh, big finish uh, their license has been extended to 2020 um and i can't imagine i think big Finish did a brilliant job producing doctor Who. i can't actually imagine anyone doing you know anyone else doing it really i think they do a brilliant job so i'm really pleased about this um i, I would guess you know we're all kind of hoping that they might sort of have a license for something to do with the newer stuff but
3: you know maybe that will come later on but this is great news it's really cool isn't it i can't yeah. imagine a world without these these guys you know I, I, I know they do a lot of stuff not just doctor who and they get involved in a lot of licenses now but i think they've been such a huge part of the uh, the whole doctor who thing especially when there's no it's just one of those things that i think a lot of fans do when there's no newer doctor who on tv um, as well as sort of digging out the the box sets that we own and stuff like that, um, this is such a great resource to ju- to jump into. Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely.
1: I mean, I, I love my Big Finish, and like you've just bought a couple, and I I do find that I I buy a lot and build up a backlog to listen to. Like I've got so many that I've got still to listen to, but but it's brilliant. Yeah, I absolutely love the Big Finish audios. Yeah, and they, you're cool. right. They are branching out into doing a lot of other stuff at the minute and um well like, is, their output is is incredible. It's almost hard to keep up with it sometimes. Like the the fourth doctor um adventures uh they're on series 4 now I think or is it 3? I always see I've lost track. And I'm still I'm still on series 3. So I'm sort of already behind, um, you know. And I love the Fourth Doctor ones; they're really cool little sort of fifty-minute stories, and just having Tom Baker on audio is is brilliant. So, mm. but yeah, their output is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I'm really looking forward to to next year. They've got the Fourth Doctor and Romana and K Nine, you know, that Tardis team back for a series <laughs> of audios, and I'm really looking forward to that because that's kind of my, you know, uh, era, if you like. Um, although when I grew up, it was sort of technically Peter. Um, I sort of call the tail end of Tom and K9. And yeah, so I'm really excited that they've got that TARDIS team back.
3: Yeah. Um, and it, and yep.
1: it seems so long ago when when they announced it, they were like coming in 2016. I was thinking, God, it was like a year and a half away when they first announced it. And it's already feels like it's creeping up quite quick. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
3: Yeah, it will be so, cool. And it's, yeah. um, it's a good achievement as well, because they've been going since 1999. And, uh, and so that's what, 16 years this year? Mm. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so another another five years on top of that. They're already going for for Donkey's year. So, um, well, Big Finish have been going for longer, but the Doctor Who stuff has started since ninety nine. So, um, and if you think about it, we wouldn't have all those really cool Eighth Doctor adventures either, because he would have, you know, I, I can't imagine that they would have brought him back for the fiftieth stuff if he wasn't so popular amongst fans still. And that's um, that's partly down to Big Finish. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah, I, do you know what? I
1: love the 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 Ape Doctor audios. Um, the, the the ones in the monthly range can be a little bit hit and miss, but the actual Ape Doctor's adventures, they did four series of that, they are great. Um, and yeah. leading up to the Dark Eyes, which takes it to a whole new level of brilliantness. Oh my God, Dark Eyes is great, um, which is another one. I've still got to listen to the last bit of Dark Eyes. Um, but yeah, he, you know, the Ape Doctor and audio, it is fantastic and you're right it it you know really cemented paul showing what what he could have been on screen and you know brilliant and they've given us so much great stuff actually if you think about light at the end as well was a was a real highlight of the 50th for me i absolutely loved it um and also we've got this thing coming out about colin's last regeneration story and all this yeah you know it's brilliant i love
3: the things that they come up with very cool yeah so well deserved I, yeah i I finished um the light at the end uh not last week week before because I tried to listen to it like I was on my fourth attempt basically of, not because it's a bad story just because stuff kept coming up hmm. and um, I finally got to listen to it from start to finish and what a great story that was that It's was really good story. fun yeah
1: yeah actually I think I, I can't remember which DVD it's on but there's an extra on one of the DVDs where Russell's talking about how he kind of it, it sort of in a way saved Big Finish when Doc 2 came back in 2005. There was the BBC were quite sort of strict as they all know about what who had licenses, and he kind of someone apparently said to him, What is this Big Finish? and Russell T Davis kind of just said, Oh, don't worry about that, leave that to me because he knew that they might sort of, um, you know, not know what it was and just get rid of it. So, okay, I can't remember the sort of ins and outs of it, but yeah, we Russell T Davis uh was, was a part in sort of keeping it, you know, keeping it going, and thank goodness he did because the output from them it's just brilliant it is
3: great stuff yeah. and i think the first one i ever bought was a was an eighth doctor one i think it was um the chimes of no uh, embrace the darkness i oh, embrace the darkness yeah, yeah it's a great yeah. story and then i picked up the chimes of midnight so the first couple that i had were the mcgann eighth doctor ones and they were really good chimes of Midnight's really good i've mm. just um
1: i've just listened to that couple of days ago was it last week again i've lost track of time but i've just re-listened to that for the first time in ages and such a good story that really really sort of atmospheric and and brilliant you know Mm, very cool yeah yeah. very good yeah so well done done. yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well done there big finish so that's 2020 so another at least another five years worth of doctor who stuff to look forward to yeah yes uh last bit of news um we've got a guest star for doctor who for series nine are we on nine
1: yeah not, it's funny isn't it yeah. i keep thinking i keep thinking the last series of series nine. i have no idea why but yeah series nine
3: then the next series <laughs> i think it's um, it goes to show just how bad we are with both names and numbers of numbers stuff. Yeah. yeah yeah series nine guest star Maisie williams you probably know her as um Arya stark from game of thrones she's a very cool a- uh, actor have you seen her in game of thrones
1: i don't know her no i was just gonna say um it's i don't watch game of thrones um I've, i just can't get into it um you can't. but yeah so i've absolutely no idea who she is but apparently she's brilliant and the internet's really pleased about it so i can only assume she's really good she and, is uh, yeah. yeah
3: There's do you think she's no she can't be the new assistant can she uh i wouldn't have thought so um mm. i think she's just going to be in a one or a uh, well, this this um, upcoming series is full of two-parters, isn't it? But um, so I imagine she's just going to be in a single or a 2 parter story. Okay. Um, they're not really revealing too much about it, though. They're just saying that um, um, she's she's involved in one of the one of the stories. Um, and uh, Stephen Moffat goes on to say that they can't really say too much about who or or what she's going to play, um, but she's going to challenge the Doctor in very unexpected ways. All right. Um Yeah. This time he might just be out of his depth, and we know Maisie is going to give him exactly the right sort of hell. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this because um, uh, Game of Thrones is, uh, those of you that do watch it is a very cool um, um, show, and her character is very very cool. I, do I you can, watch it? Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, and I, I can see her fitting in perfectly with uh, with Doctor Who. She's got that right. She's at that. She's got that right level of um, seriousness and quirkiness. I think. I'm looking at the, cool. I'm looking at the promo picture of her, and is she really that small, or have they
1: just not, are not sort of positioned her very well in the TARDIS picture? Because the TARDIS console looks huge next to her; she looks really tiny. Or is she that tiny?
3: Um, yeah, she is quite small because she's not very okay. old. She's only, she's only a, uh, well, she's not a little girl, but she's only, actually, I don't know how old she is, but um, but she is quite small. Yeah. yeah she looks small (laughs) she does look small yeah I don't even know if that's a real photo
1: no no it's not you can see that they've they've sort of plonked her in there it's totally out of proportion Um, but um, uh, we've got two titles haven't we so the first one's called The Girl Who Died written by Jamie Matheson now I don't know if I'm saying that right because people keep saying it differently but that's the news I'm really excited about because I've been waiting to hear that Jamie is coming back because his two episodes from series 8 were by far the best for me Yes, uh, personally I loved it so I'm really really pleased to hear he's coming back Um it sounds like hes they've only announced him as writing this one story The Girl Who Died and I'm hoping he might write some more um, and then we've got another one the, the the Woman Who Lived so we've got The Girl Who Died and The Woman Who Lived written by Catherine Tri- Trigena Trigena yep again um so a new writer to doctor who which is great so that's that's interesting you know two quite teasing titles isn't it that we've got mm. there
3: yeah mm. yes and they're going but, to be directed by this guy who's doing dark at the moment all oh, right i haven't been watching that i know my uh, me either yep. well i know my
1: aunt was getting in a <laughs> in know tears over it but uh, i've no idea why uh <laughs> something to do with him not wearing a shirt for most of the episode or something something like <laughs> that yeah something like that but yeah no that's good I, i'm absolutely thrilled jamie matheson is it matheson however you want to say it, I'm, I'm really pleased he's he's back for series nine i um, hope he's back for more than one to be honest what did he i know it was mummy on the origin express what was the other one he did um flatline oh flatline yeah oh that's yeah. so cool yeah uh, they're they're my two favorite actually i love love both of those episodes yeah
3: they were cool yeah yeah
1: so that's really good news that is good news so some Mm.
3: cool stuff actually coming up for series um nine (laughs) yeah (laughs) series nine yeah it's going to be um i've got high hopes for this one i think it's going to be better than series eight i hope so i was chatting to someone just yesterday actually who um who didn't watch
1: all of series eight and i was saying oh what happened you know why did you You know, what went wrong? We were sort of saying it started off really strongly. It's just the last three episodes where it really tailed off. And that's a shame, actually, because you want the ending of a series to be its strongest. But uh, once we got to In the Forest of the Night and then um, what was the other one? Dark Water, which wasn't too bad. Hmm. And then Death in Heaven, which wasn't very good. You sort of, don't know, the the end of Series 8 sort of pitted off a bit. And then we got the Christmas special, which I really wasn't a fan of. So I am hoping that we get a step up in quality because it... I thought series eight started off really strongly. I I was really loving it. And um, I don't know, it it, it sort of tailed off a bit for me. So I'm hoping we go back up. Yeah. I'm hoping we, this is going to be a good series. And I've got a good feeling about it, you know, because they had a new doctor. So you always look back and hopefully they'll look back and see what worked and what didn't work. And then, you know, in his
3: second series, hopefully they'll really, play to his strengths is what I'm hoping yeah hopefully And yeah. I think yeah because this um upcoming series is going to be a lot of two-parters as well they're always um it always gives you a little bit more room to stretch and you know do a bit more character building and flesh the story out a little bit you don't have to pace it so quickly yeah absolutely so, yeah they're all very cool and we got some good stars coming up and and like you say hopefully they'll look at it and think you know that didn't work and that that was very cool so it should be good it should be good. And I've just noticed actually that I'd forgotten this. Rufus Hound has been announced
1: as appearing in it as well. And, um, although he's a comedic actor, sometimes comedians make very good actors. Yeah. And, uh, and he's a massive fan of the show. I bet he's, he's a bit like Frank Skinner, but he's really thrilled to be in it. And, uh, I don't know how much he's going to be in it, but that's quite nice. Yeah. I think.
3: I think series nine will be good. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll wrap for news. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we get on to our review of, uh, the Mark of the Rani, uh, wanted to um, just announce uh, something that we're going to do in two weeks time, uh, which is our first Q&A, uh, which is quite cool because we always get loads of questions um, either through Facebook or Twitter, normally appended to the end of comments. So mm-hmm. normally people say, oh, I like this episode because of blah, blah, blah. What did you think, Gary? Or um, I wonder what Gary thinks about this or I wonder what Adam's comment's going to be on so and so. And, and we went, when we went to the Day of the Doctors' Convention, I also had loads of questions there as well. So yeah. it would be quite cool to just do a, like, um, like a, a, a proper Q&A session for you guys. So if you want to ask us a question, instead of just jumping onto Facebook or Twitter um, and just filling up that with stuff that we have to trawl through, it would be cool if you could um, submit an audio clip or a YouTube video. Either way you want to do it is fine. If you want to do it on YouTube, just record the video, send us the link, we'll take a look and we'll grab the audio and use it in the show. Or if you want to send us an audio file directly, uh, you can do that. Again, we'll use that in the show. Um, and all you need, if you're going to do, um, uh, like I said, a YouTube video, all that needs to be is uh, a link to that YouTube, and I can do the rest, I can grab the audio. If you want to send us an MP3 file, if you, if you can send us a, an MP3, if you're doing it audio, that would be preferable. Uh, And because anything else will just take up loads of space Um, you just need to send it to um, the email address which is Adam I've no idea (laughs) what is it? Uh, I don't know Uh, I'm going to find out now for you oh right Um, (laughs) it's normally one of those um, so next week we are doing And then Adam's like, uh,
0: uh,
3: I don't
1: know. Yeah, I know, yeah. I thought you were asking me that. I was going to say, yeah, I know what we're doing next week.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so if you just email that clip to us, um, the address is hello at bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk.
0: Hello?
3: Hello. Is it? i never, never heard of that email address before. Well, it's not been on the website. (laughs) All right, hello. I like it. I just had to think of it very quickly. So audio stuff. Um, send it through to us, ask whatever question you like. It can be to Adam, to myself, or the both of us together, whichever you like. And what we'll do is we'll stick them all together um, um, and we'll go through them and we'll spend no more than, I don't know, half an hour going through those. So we would love to hear your questions. And what we'll do is, um, uh, we won't do it next week. We'll just give you guys a week or so just to get those ready. Um, We'll do it on Friday the 17th of April. So mark that in your calendars. And you've probably got until... Uh, I don't know, Wednesday, let's say Wednesday the 15th. Yeah. Um, If you could submit your YouTube link or your audio file by then, and then we'll get it all sorted out and we'll do that. Yeah, Q&A. Good stuff. Yeah, great. Uh, Right, review time.
1: Yes. Bit of old 6 for a change. About time, (laughs) isn't it, really? So yeah, Mark of the Rani.
2: Well, well, well. The Rani.
0: You were expecting to see the master?
2: To see? Not exactly. He was burnt to a crisp the last time I saw him.
0: Your smugness is misplaced. He's here. He's very much alive and he wants vengeance. Curse the pair of you.
2: Well, Since we're insulting each other I can't say I care much for your taste in clothes. Doesn't do a thing for you.
0: Mm. Your regeneration's not too attractive either. But at least I can change my appearance. You're stuck with what you've got.
2: Our face is of no importance. Brain regeneration is what I need. I should have been able to pin this one down to you. Personality changes, probably due to an imbalance in body chemicals. Yes you're the obvious culprit. Well you had me fooled if that's any consolation. It isn't. You'd have been discovered eventually you know even without my intervention. I never have. Oh?
0: Well this isn't your first visit? I've been coming to this wretched planet for centuries.
2: Without being discovered? Well I'm impressed. You're obviously a brilliant tactician as well as a brilliant chemist.
0: Oh it isn't difficult. These humans you so admire are a feckless lot. Always in disarray. The Trojan Wars, the Dark Ages, the American War of Independence.
2: And now the Luddite Riots.
0: Perfect cover.
2: Cover, yes. But for what? I think I've got it. You're extracting a chemical from the brain. The result is the victims become violent, aggressive, can't rest. That's it. The chemical that promotes
0: sleep. I begin to understand why the master finds you such a menace.
3: Slightly longer audio clip there than usual, but um, I really, one of the things that I really enjoyed about this episode, before we get into the review, is the chemistry between the doctor and the Rani. Mm, and also yeah. um, when there's three of them together as well the Rani, the master, and the doctor. So, uh, yeah, the mark of the Rani. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. Actually, I
1: I think that's one of the things that that um, gives this story a bit of a an, an up because I think the chemistry between the three of them is brilliant, and it does sort of make it better um, than it could have been. I think because it yeah. you know it's a good, it's a good story, um, but it, with with this forty five minute episodes, you know, two forty five minute episode format is quite different to what we've had before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because of the sort of scenes between the Doctor and the Rani and the Master and everything, they do kind of add something to it. Where sometimes it might have lagged a bit, I think.
3: Yes. So this was two, as you say, two forty-five minutes mm. um, back in 1985.
1: Yeah, I didn't like it when they changed it when I, when it went out. You know, when I was when I was a kid, I don't know how old it was, but um, yeah, I didn't like the forty-five minutes format back then I, I used to like the 25 minute four episodes um watching it now i think it works okay actually um there's a bit of padding yeah. in it no doubt about it there's a lot of walk, the master walking around you know i kept thinking what is he doing <laughs> i mean there's a scene at the start where he's dressed as a scarecrow which is ridiculous like what is the master doing in the middle of a field dressed as a scarecrow just watching the world go by it's bizarre but um but yeah i do think it, it works fairly well in this this actual story
3: Yes. Um, What would you prefer then at the time? Like three half-an-hour episodes or two? Yeah, I just
1: think I just found, um, not so much now, but just when they went out as a kid, I found them a bit too long, especially the two doctors. I remember thinking the second episode of that really drags. Um, It just seems that sometimes the writers struggle to fill the 45 minutes um, with a story because, I mean, it works well nowadays because I think they've got, you know, more of a sort of... um, more of a budget to do it and they can actually perhaps realize things better on screen but i don't know back then i found it a little bit hard going okay, uh, but right. but i enjoyed I, I think it works okay in this story i think it's yeah. with other stories that perhaps suffer a bit from the 45 minute
3: format yeah i think this one i th- I, I actually quite i preferred um this uh, shorter number of episodes but slightly longer than half an hour mm. um, only because um I think sometimes with the classic stuff you have to it, it's well I think people prefer that if there was like say four parts of half an hour for the first three you have to work out some kind of cliffhanger for the first three parts yeah and um you know you, you it's quite it's, it's okay in a way because you've got like this up and down up and down uh, kind of story arcs to it but I think this one it just had a really nice progression to it right from the beginning to the end um it had this build and build you know with what um the Rani and the master were up to and then how their plan progressed and then um and then you had the doctor kind of intervening and and uh um and you had uh Perry also you know she was quite cool in this and it all kind of culminated at the end and I I thought the ending was quite cool as well so I think having two episodes of 45 minutes it, it did have this nice progress you know the story progressed nicely through each of them yeah and um and it wasn't too wasn't too bad, pacing-wise as well. Sometimes, as we've said in the past, the classic stuff can be a little bit slow sometimes. Um, but I thought this one was okay. There wasn't too much of just sitting around and nonsense. It was um, uh, there was it was quite it, it cut quite quickly from different locations within this little this little mining town. It's a village. really
1: good location, isn't
3: it? Mm. I, I really, really works well in the story because it it feels quite
1: claustrophobic as well. They seem to just it's all sort of centered in that little mining village, and um, yeah, it looks visually good. Yeah. Uh, and all the costumes and that really work well, um, you know, w- with the sort of location and stuff. So, yeah, it does. It d- does does work well, I think.
3: Yeah. And originally, I, when I was watching this, I thought that they filmed it at this place called um, uh, the Beamish Historical Place, which is in Newcastle. All oh, right. And I thought it was there because some of the stuff they've got there, like the mining pits and, and all the kind of old school um, that era of stuff I thought it was from there but apparently no it was in some other little village and some little places in Stratford I think something like that so when there's Shropshire Shropshire sorry yeah yeah um, yeah yeah but um yeah because it was up or was supposed to be up in Newcastle um I thought it was there but no but what did you think to some of the <laughs> to some of the accents because I I, I mm. think there were a couple of Geordie's uh uh planted in there but some of them um possibly needed to work on their accents a little bit more That's yeah <laughs> I, a little
1: bit i i have to say i think the the actual supporting cast are, are actually quite good in it Damn. um despite yep. despite the odd accent uh slip um but yeah no i think they would they do work quite well um and they, they do seem to be taking it seriously which is one of the things you know like when we were talking about survival the other week, you were saying about the so- supporting cast and now it seemed very pantomime but the people in this seem to be sort of giving it their all um yeah yeah, and I think they, they are quite... They, they look like they're enjoying it, if they you do. know what I mean. Yeah. yeah,
3: there was none of that, um, oh my God, I look like a complete moron doing this, so I'm just going to you know, try <laughs> and fudge my way through it. They did look... Yeah, you're right. They did look like they, they were putting their all into it. And I, I i quite like the supporting cars on this one. They were um, mm. especially um, uh, Lord Ravensworth by, by Terence Alexander. Is that the guy
1: out of Bergerac? Yes. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's he, got one of
3: those classic faces that um
1: mm. quite you know it's quite expressionate even when he doesn't do anything yeah yeah he's good in it um yeah, i like cool. uh he's not in it very much but i like peter childs as well another actor that used to be on tv quite a lot um i always think of him as being in minder but he he's good in it um who was that that was um he's just one of the sort of workmen that gets possessed it goes a bit crazy ah uh, jack ward <laughs> that's it yeah, yeah jack yeah mm. yeah yes, talking uh, of um looking a bit of a nana what did you because colin's outfit always gets common because it's so outrageous but what did you think of perry's outfit in this one because it's equally as ridiculous isn't it it's so gaudy yeah
3: what was what was what the is deal she with wearing there? what was i the don't deal? know did you put it on because because i one thing that i couldn't quite um get my head around on this and if you if you're listening and you know the answer please let us know but i thought that because there are times when the doctor has a purpose for. Reason for going to a certain time, and sometimes you have the companions dress appropriately. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And for this one, I'm pretty sure that the TARDIS at the beginning was kind of hijacked. I think the Master was supposed to have hijacked it, wasn't it? Yes. I don't know why. Yeah. So how did Perry know that she had to dress that way for the time? Because the TARDIS Mm. was hijacked, and um, and they didn't really know exactly what the location was or the time, so. And uh, yeah, I mean the costume she was wearing was just god awful to be yeah, know, to yeah. be honest with you. I'm not I'm, I'm not quite sure why she wore that huge dress skirt pinny thing. I don't know. And the colour as well is mustardy yellow. You can't Strip, miss her. Yeah, you can't <laughs> miss her. Yeah, but she stood out like a sore thumb because nobody else was dressed anywhere near you know as as shameful as that. So apart from Colin. <laughs> well yeah apart from <laughs> apart from Colin yeah um, but
1: why does the why does the master hijack the TARDIS that's that's the bit I didn't quite get like why does he bring the doctor there and then is it just to kill him I don't know mm, let me see because he's trying to basically he just wants to take over the world again isn't it that's what he's trying to do
3: ultimately yeah
1: yeah so yeah. I, I don't know if he's just trying to get rid of the doctor at the same time um, don't know mm. cuz the Rani's got a sort of quite a good she's just sort of experimenting and i this is what i love about the character of the Rani is she's clever and she's sort of doing all these experiments and you know she's a good rounded character i really like the, the Rani and
3: i love Kate Amara as well i think she's brilliant in it yes um, yeah we're going to talk uh, about Katie in um uh, in a in a short while but yeah. the um yes i i'm not quite sure why or or how the master you know hijack the TARDIS at the beginning because it's kind of one of those stories where you know the beginning it doesn't really have much in a way of substance does it it, it no. takes the story just a little while to get going because you don't really know it's one of those things where i think you mentioned it about survival where when they first land um in um is it perivale perivale yeah perivale, yeah you the doctor instantly knows that something's wrong but there's nothing to suggest that anything's wrong. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And the doctor does it in this story where um, he kind of senses immediately as he's walking around that something's wrong. And then we obviously find out that there are no birds singing, you know, at the beginning. But that just might be because there's no birds there at at that moment. Yeah. There's nothing else to suggest that something is, you know, there's something sinister happening or or something's wrong. Um, And you don't really know what's going on until you find out that, you know, the master's involved and, and the Rani's there but yeah it's kind of weird it, it the doctor gets plucked out of nowhere somehow lands on earth knows something's wrong but you don't quite know why he senses that so it's kind of weird but
1: yeah i know what you mean it's yeah.
3: kind of just um you just sort of kind of expected to to go along with it i suppose <laughs> yeah yeah and um and what did you think of yeah so Perry's costume i mean i've I no idea what they were thinking <laughs> uh, doing i can only imagine they've just tried to do some kind of period costume um and tried to make her stand out as as the companion but mm, i don't know i think you're right i think that's what they were going for yeah yeah um what did you think of um uh sorry before we get on to the rani what did you think of the master in this anthony ainley did you, did you think he was calling cool this He's, um, he feels a little bit out of place,
1: actually. I mean, I love the scenes with him and the Rani together. I, lo- I love the interaction between the two, two of them and the, the snappiness. There's some good lines. I mean, I love it when he first meets her and he's like, no welcome. And she's like, you're not. You know, there's <laughs> some really nice lines and stuff. But when he's on his own and he's just sort of wandering around, he, I don't think he's, He does sort of feel a bit like a spare thumb uh, yeah. sometimes when he's, when he's not with the Rani, you know, because I'm not too sure what he's doing half the time. But also I think I don't know if Anthony Ainley felt a little bit pushed to one side having the Rani in it I don't know but he's still good mm. I, I do I mean I, I like Ainley as the master. Um, I do think he's still good in it. I'm glad he's in it and I, and I love it when he's scheming with the Rani but um, yeah I don't think it's his most shining
3: moment. I don't think he's at the top of his game in it Okay, I'm glad you said that because <laughs> yeah because yeah, I didn't wanna, I didn't want to go straight in with I felt he was a little bit bland. Mm. <laughs> You're like, no, he's amazing. But I thought, um, yeah, I thought his performance was a little bit understated, a little bit bland. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think it was, you know, when, when it's the doctor and the master and there's, there's plenty of, of scope and room within an episode for them to, um, for them to bounce off of each other, uh, I think when you throw a third element in there, I think there's a slight, there's a bit of jostling for power. In terms yeah. of um, not just how the story and the characters were written, but, you know, just the actors themselves as well. I, I, I feel that, um, yeah, Anthony Any was a little bit mm, like put out a little bit by um, Kate Amara. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: um, I'm not really sure what. I mean, I'm glad he's in it because of the interaction, but I'm not really sure if he wasn't in it. I don't think the episode would suffer. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't, it yeah. wouldn't make much difference because, um, I'm not really sure why he is in it. If that makes any sense apart from, cause like we just said earlier, you know, I'm not sure why he's some of the doctor there. Not, he just wants to take over the world. So that's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, a bit bland in itself, but yeah, I'm glad he's there, but I don't think if he wasn't in it, it wouldn't make a lot of difference really.
3: Yeah. And I also found that his motives and his purpose were a little bit watered down as well. Um, Uh, purely by uh, the Rani because um, she kind of, you know, plays it down as in, oh, you and your stupid games with the doctor kind of thing. And she's almost insinuating that his only purpose in life is to kill that, which it kind of is, I guess. You know, she's like, your only purpose is to kill the doctor and, you know, your ridiculous schemes and stuff like that. So they've kind of, um, they've kind of diluted his menace in a way um, in this episode because, um, you know, while the whole, you know, master's very evil and is, you know, capable of of, of destroying the Doctor and taking over the universe. In this one, he was kind of, well, I viewed him anyway as like a uh, a jealous kid, really, just a jealous kid who wants to, who wants to give his mate a punch in the mouth, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. I I think that, you know, that's why I love the Rani is because she's, um, she's much more, she, well, especially in this story, she comes across as much more intelligent and sort of, um, like you said, she just thinks the master and the doctor are just like two school kids. You know, she's not, not really interested in it really. She just wants to get on with her experiments and that doesn't <laughs> she. So yeah. I really, I like that. And um yeah, I mean, I think that's why it's good that he is in it because it does give you nice little scenes and moments like that. And it is great when the three of them come together and you, you get the feeling that, even though this is the first Rani story, you get the feeling that they know each other and, you know, they talk about Gallifrey, don't they? And the Master saying why she was exiled and all this. And that works brilliantly. So it is good in a way that the Master's there for that. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what really they could have done with him. I don't think there's much more they could have done apart from that, really.
3: Yeah, and I really like those elements within the story about um, they didn't have to, or they didn't really set up her character too much. She was just there. In the middle of doing something, and you would kind of just stumble the pro, you know, across what she was already doing, and those conversations between the doctor and the master and and the Rani, all about them, you know, having this this backstory and this history, and um, and you're you're just kind of plonked in the middle of it, you know. They didn't set the, they didn't do this backstory for the Rani, you know, to explain why she was exiled and that stuff. You just, she just was, you know, and and that's the end of it. And I, I like that. I like that you're plonked in the middle and you just have to follow with what's going on. And, um, that was one of the, that some of the best bits for the episode for or the episodes for me was that interaction between the three of them. It's very cool. Do you, do you like Kate Amara as the Do you think she does, gives a good performance? Cause I love her. I was going to say, yeah, what did you think of, of Kate? Um, I think she's absolutely brilliant. as Arani. I do. I think she's so good. Yeah. She was, um, she, she has this confidence about her as well because, mm. um, you know, back in, back in the early eighties there, you know, there was this element of, um, of sexism which was a lot more um you know a lot more public than it is today um so her to come on as a as a woman and be you know a time lord at the same level as the doctor and the master and have almost the the upper hand um throughout some points of the the episode even though the master kind of bullied her a little bit and you know took her toys away she still had this confidence about her that was um you know that was you Know kind of that leading lady kind of quality that was that was quite rare back then, it was almost very much a, a man's you know, um, world in terms of acting and stuff. So, she was uh, she was great, she was really cool, and I i loved that very much, um, very much not taking any nonsense from yeah. the doctor and the master. Did you get that as well? Definitely, yeah. I think I think Kate and Myra
1: and Colin uh, worked together before this, um, and I think there's a good rapport between the two of them because I think. You know, they, they do gel very well, you know, even with the bickering and stuff. So, yeah, no, I, I love Kate Amara. Absolutely brilliant. I, w- I wish we'd had more hmm. of the Rani, actually, because we only get one other story um, with with Sylvester and that's it. So there's only two Rani stories. And in my mind, I always think she was in it more. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to believe this is her first story because she's, yeah, she's an instant presence on the screen. I yeah. think that is down to, to Kate Amara
3: just being a really strong, you know, um, actress. Yeah, really, really like her. There was rumours, wasn't there, that um, when Missy came into series eight, that she was the Rani. And I think Mm. a part of me wishes that she would have been the Rani rather than the master.
1: Yeah, I thought that at the time. I I remember being quite disappointed that she turned out to be the master because I wanted her to be the Rani. And it's funny, actually, having watched this story again and, and just... You know, loving Kate as much as I did in it, I, I'm now starting to backtrack a little bit. I'm thinking I don't know if I would want anyone else to be the <laughs> Rani because because no. um, I really just like her so much in the part. And it's strange because I listened to the Rani Elite, the Big Finish story recently, and um, although I enjoyed it, um, I can't remember the actress's name. Well, it's not like I can't remember it, so I can't pronounce it. Um The actress who's playing the Rani in it is is just nowhere near the Rani for me. Right. Although I like the story, but I was really just like you no. Know, it's not nothing like the Rani too much too nasty and calculated, whereas in this she is calculated, but she's clever and and but she 's also got the humor yeah. um, as well you know so yeah i I really like the Rani. I wish we'd got a bit more of her, but um I mean she 's a credit to to Pip and jane Baker the you know the writers i mean they they come in for some stick um, for some of their stories um have you ever actually seen them? Have you seen them on the documentary yes, they're really endearing aren't they You oh, can yeah. see that you can see that um that Jane wears the trousers. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can know? from a mind. Yeah, I, yeah. I really love them. As a, you know the way that they come across. Um, but yeah, I think I think they came out of a really good character, and it's um, it could have easily been a sort of copy of the Master, and in many ways it is. It's a female Master, I suppose. But but she is more than that.
3: Definitely, she's yeah. she's got a lot more to her. Yeah, and I really really liked her TARDIS. You know.
1: Yeah, I was wondering if you would, because I love it. I mean, I think the actual console looks like quite an expensive prop. I'm surprised they didn't reuse that, because mm. ne- we never see it again. And it looks really good with its little spinny thing in the middle and, you know. Yeah, that's um, what I
3: mean, her console room. It yeah. just looks awesome,
1: yeah. It does. Yeah, I really like it as well. And I like the fact she's got all these little experiments in there, like that funny dinosaur that she keeps watering and all this sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a really good, really good set, and it really suits her
3: it you does yeah, yeah it's got that yeah. cool color scheme as well that's um not that black and reds and stuff it's really cool
1: yeah it's such a shot. i don't know if it got damaged in stock or whatever but you do briefly see inside the rani's tardis in time of the rani and it's um well it's very disappointing <laughs> compared <laughs> right. to what we get in this i mean it's, it's such a brief scene but but yeah i mean it looks good i, I love the console I'd, I'd quite like to get one of those would <laughs> be cool
3: yeah it would do you reckon they'll ever bring the rani back I don't think they will now. Um,
1: well, no. not for some time anyway. I think because we've got Missy, you know, and we've had the master in it, it kind of makes her a little bit redundant, I suppose, which is a shame, okay. actually. I think that is the other reason I wanted it to be the Rani at the time. It's because I'm thinking, well, we've had the master. Let's have somebody different.
2: Yeah, you that's know? What I, yeah.
1: That's one of the other reasons I wanted Missy to be the Rani. But, yeah, I don't think we will. I don't think we will. I think she could, could be good on audio. As I say, I wasn't very taken with the Rani Elite performance, but I think she'll be all right on audio. I think they're doing more, more audios with the Rani. I think there's a sure. couple more coming up. So, there yeah, is, she'll probably yeah. work quite well, yeah.
3: Okay. Because I think, I think um, if they have the right actress cast, I think it could be a brilliant TV story, two-parter at least.
1: I, I am really surprised that Big Finish didn't contact Katamara sooner because she was due to actually reprise the role before she sadly passed away. Um, okay. I just wish they'd got in touch with her much, much sooner because it would have been. Can you imagine? they on audio. Katamara would have absolutely been brilliant. Yeah. Um, on audio, I think she would have loved it. Yeah. I'm just yeah, such a shame. Yeah. Because
3: yeah. um, she's very cause she's just she's cast perfectly. I think that's yes, uh, yeah. definitely yeah. Okie dokie, right. Um, unless you've got any other comments. Um, do you want to mention the last line?
1: Well, no, I've got a couple more things that we must talk about before we get to that. Sorry. First, no. f- first off, the tree.
3: Oh, of course, yeah. How could we forget the tree? <laughs>
1: what on earth is going on with that tree? Um, <laughs> i just I, I just surprised that the doctor accepts that, that I, I don't know there must have been a way to reverse it but he kind of just says oh well uh, you know that when the people step on the mines they turn into to trees and it's really bizarre when he saves perry from walking on the the mine it, that's the, probably the one bit the episode doesn't really work for me
3: yeah and i think also that well i didn't see the doctor clearing up the the remaining mines either
1: no, no, no. I think there's a sort of scene of him walking around with a stick to save himself, but no, I think he just leaves them there. Yeah, But um, <laughs> yeah. so that's a bit of a, a comical yeah. moment. And another bit that I think is supposed to be serious that actually turns out to be a little bit comical is when the Doctor's strapped to the trolley. Because um, it, it's supposed... To, well, that's the actual cliffhanger, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and to me, I think that you can almost imagine if you put the Benny Hill music on it, it would um, be
3: quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was... I thought that was okay actually when I was actually watching it but now you mention it and the only reason why I'm laughing now is because you mentioned the Benny Hill music. Yeah. But yeah, I can yeah. imagine that in a Benny Hill sketch now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> o- overall uh, overall good. I mean yeah, I think this is it's a good story. It's it's not yeah, it's not one of my I find the Colin era a quite a tough era um to sort of watch but this is one of the more enjoyable ones I think. It's um there's a rawness to Colin's era that I never quite know how far they're going to go, right. um, particularly with the violence. And this is one of the lesser violent stories by far in the Colin era. So I, I find it quite an enjoyable watch
3: overall. Okay. Yeah. I thought Colin was, was quite good in this one as well. He wasn't. He had a couple of little moments where he, uh, where he kind of shouted a little bit and stamped his authority. And he had this kind of cool investigative vibe about him as well, for the first episode at least. He's and, still uh, quite tetchy, isn't he? Because I was thinking
1: they'd started to mellow him, um, but he's still quite yeah quite touchy, isn't he? A few outbursts, yep. Yeah, especially with Perry. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, he just he's really quite horrible. too. I don't. I sometimes wonder why she continued to travel with him because he is he is quite harsh to Perry at times.
3: He is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, yes, I like Colin. I I like his performance. Um, I do like him as the Doctor. Uh, I do like the tetchiness, but yeah perhaps he could have been yeah i don't know it, yeah he's he's good he is good
3: he is cool scores oh no before scores you want to mention you said remind me if i don't mention it
1: oh yeah well no it was part of the listeners comments actually so i'll come to that in a second oh, okay. yeah we'll yeah do that yeah then. okay yeah one of the listeners um mentioned uh about the ending to it which we'll we'll come on to in a second Lovely. Um, Right. so
3: yeah so so overall you you like this one overall i like this one yeah i thought it was quite cool um Whose turn is it for score? I think it's. I think it's me to go first. Okay. Yeah, uh, I will give this one a seven. <laughs> Snap a seven as well. Ah. Oh. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I thought you were going to go slightly lower than that. Did you? Why? Why yeah. lower? Um, just because, um, with the exception of Kate Amara, um, and the and, and the good story, I I didn't think you liked too much else I think you know the master was quite mediocre there's not much in the way of locations it was fairly contained claustrophobic as you say mm. no yeah.
1: there's uh, yeah no I, I enjoy it. I do enjoy this one yeah I do I do think it's good I think cool. uh, as I say compared to some of the sort of stories with Colin I, I find this one quite an easy watch um, no i like it there's the only sort of downsides of it are, are the tree uh, which is you know, which is not a bad thing it still works you know i like it when Colin's tied up as well between the two slowly drifting down towards the mine i thought that was quite fun uh, now overall i i find this quite an enjoyable little watch yeah
3: cool um thank you guys for sending in us your sending us your thoughts as usual and your opinions very cool um i've got a couple on twitter very quickly um uh, claire at nerd al 42. Oh yeah. She says, "I love Mark of the Rani. Uh, if it wasn't for the tree and Scarecrow mm. Master, it would be my fave Colin story." She gives it a nine out of ten. Oh wow. And Madge, which is at one outside, she says, "Absolutely love it." Uh, from what I've watched of Six's TV stories, this is actually my favourite. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Um, so that was Twitter. On Facebook, um, we have Thomas Andrew Evans. Uh, one of Colin's best stories, in my opinion. Brilliant acting from all the cast. And it's so upsetting that we won't see the Rani in Doctor Who again. Uh, I, would have, uh, I would give the overall episode 8.5. Um, Jeff uh, Jeff Waddle. I'm sure no, I'm Waddle. saying that right. No,
1: you're not. It's Waddle. Waddle. As in
3: model. Model, yeah, sorry.
1: Jeff's a model and... <laughs> I'd
3: say, yeah, it's Jeff Waddle. Right, so there's definitely no V at the beginning. It's a W. And it rhymes with model, so it can only be Jeff Waddle. Jeff Waddle, right. So probably, no, definitely one of the better sixes of sixes runs, but then that's not saying much. Um, Yeah, and then just corrected me again on the pronunciation of his name. So I'm (laughs) very sorry, Jeff. Jeff Waddle. Yeah. Nailed it, right. We've, We've got it. No, nothing from Kai
1: this week, so it's not as if I can even rival you in getting Kai's name uh, surname wrong. Um, yeah, I had a couple of just uh, Harry Williams. He, he thinks it's a good story. Um, he says it has got a couple of funny moments, like where the doctor's strapped to the table rolling down the hill. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's meant to be funny because it's the cliffhanger, but I, I I thought it was a bit funny. Uh, ben Lett, he, he's such a big Colin fan, Ben. Uh, he's his favorite doctor, but he says it's Colin, so it's amazing. Uh, I remember not liking this story much. But on a rewatch, I like the historic aspect. Strange, actually, because yeah, Ben's favourite Doctor is Colin, so I'm surprised that he okay. didn't didn't like it on first watch. Uh, it's probably because it's not violent enough. I think Ben likes the grittier Colin stories. Um, but also, yeah, the, I had a little soundbite sent in from Wesley McCammond um, because he was driving, so he couldn't text uh, rightly so, and uh, he just says about the the brilliant last line. He says it's the best end line of a Doctor Who, where the um, Doctor and area going into the TARDIS and the bloke says to him what are you doing there and he says argue mainly and I just thought that as well I thought yeah it's a (laughs) lovely little little end line actually really
3: like that that is cool yeah yeah um and I think we're done are we done for comments yeah I think so yeah yep um I do have to say a a quick sorry because I left it really late (laughs) um in putting the Facebook and Twitter um posts out there asking you guys to comment we normally do that a day or two after the show's gone out so normally a sunday or monday but i left it until this morning so um thank you very much for those that have jumped on at the last minute
1: i was gonna say very yeah. bizarrely i did exactly the same thing i don't know what <laughs> happened gary we both just forgot i i remembered about midnight last night that i hadn't put anything up um so i did the same i quickly Put so yeah what morning, so apologies for me as well. Um, if you're listening to this thinking you, you know, you would have liked to have commented, then I apologize, but do, do still comment if you want to because we always love reading your comments about the stories anyway.
3: So, we do, so keep them, yeah, coming. it's cool. Uh, so seven out of ten, the mark of the Rani, yeah, and I think we're gonna wrap on that one. That's it. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for episode 36. And thank you for your thoughts and opinions on The Mark of the running. I actually liked, um, uh, I really liked watching through that one, mate. And uh, I didn't really take many notes down, which is strange. Um, normally I take down a few notes on yeah. characters and story, but that one, it was just, I uh, only wrote a couple of things down and it flowed quite nicely. So um, I think for many people, uh, they'd probably consider that a good thing. Seeing it's yeah. the McCoy... Uh, sorry, the the Colin Baker era is normally viewed, so that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's it's quite a different one for Colin. I think when you compare it to his other ones, it's uh, it's got a different
3: feel to this one, and I, and I like that. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so next week we're going to be doing um, a Matt Smith. A Matt Smith, yes. What is it, Adam? Oh, it's uh, we're doing Amy's Choice. Aha, uh-huh, that's right. Yes. Yes, with the Dream Lord. So this will be interesting. Dream Lord, birds singing, all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't think we've done a Smith one for a little while now. I think it no, was. Uh, it has been a while. It was our commentary, I think, The Eleventh Hour. Ah, yes. Yeah, so looking forward to doing that one. Is this another one where Rory dies? Um,
1: I seem to remember he dies again in this one. But anyway, yes, yes looking he forward does. to it. Yeah, Amy's yeah. choice. Aim is so, choice. we'll
3: we'll remember to put a picture up, won't we? And uh, give us your comments on, on that one. Yes, we will definitely do it mm. on time as normal, that one. Yeah. Um, so the Q&A coming up in a couple of weeks um, as I said all you need to do is do something uh, either on YouTube or an audio clip if you're going to do YouTube that's cool um, just send us a link to the video or if you're going to use an audio clip just email that over to hello at bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk and we will do our best to uh, answer all of your who questions mm, yeah look forward to that yeah um so jump over to the website bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. Uh, from there you can find all of our previous episodes and you can jump over to Twitter and Facebook. Give us a like and a follow so you can join in on all the cool topics and conversations and pictures and, and all that jazz. And also something that really helps us, if you could if you've got two minutes, just jump onto iTunes and leave us a review. That'd be awesome. Uh, until next time, my name's Gary. And my name's Adam. And remember allons